Welcome to the 859 Insider Podcast. I'm your co-host, Noah Ziegler, alongside my good friend and co-host, Adam Conradi. And today we're joined by a special guest. He's helped build a football program that has become top of the line in Northern Kentucky. He's led them to an appearance in the Kentucky Class 5A State Championship game. It's the head coach of Cooper Football, Coach Randy Borchers. Coach, thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. So, uh, just to kick things off, how's prep for the season gone? Obviously, I feel like uh, it feels like it's been forever since high school baseball ended last season. But, you know, again, this week kind of like crept up on us. So how's preparation for this upcoming season gone for you guys? You know, it, it's been a lot of fun this year. Um, you know, we, we had a lot of returning kids coming back um, both sides of the ball, but especially defensively. Um, you know, we felt like we had a good core of kids coming back that we – you know, had, had the opportunity to kind of get back to normal last year in the offseason and um, have a normal offseason and then a normal spring with spring spring practice. And that's so it was really kind of good just to get back to normal and get back to to the way football used to be without having to worry about all the, you know, COVID protocols and, and uh, social distancing and all that. So it was nice just to get back with these kids and, and really start building a relationship with those guys. So does that mean are or excuse me are there any COVID rules still in play? Because I was going to ask about that if you know there were still any kind of rules or restrictions. No, I mean obviously if, if a kid tests positive, then then we got to kind of deal with it and do the quarantine stuff. But other than that, it's kind of everything's back to to the old ways. So just considering how the past two seasons have been, you know, impacted by COVID. I know last year was a lot better than the 2020 season, but you know, it, it still kind of was lingering, I guess. So how does it feel to finally have, you know, return to having a normal season? Well, you know, I think it's a lot less stressful, um, you know, kind of talking about the off season a little bit, you know, two years ago, you know, well, two years ago, we really didn't have an off season. Um, you know, everything was kind of shut down for, for the, you know, from March on until really mid June. And then, you know, last off season, um, you know, January kind of, ramped up again and, and, and um, you know, a lot of kids were coming up with it and the social distancing and that and, and trying to get guys in the weight room, but also be precautious. So, um, you know, that was some stressful times. Um, obviously not just for me, but I think every head coach and administrator in the school. So, you know, this past season, you know, after the season, we gave the kids about a month off and we got right back into it. And, and it was like the old days and, you know, we had weight room full of kids and, and kids, you know, really socializing and, and really building those relationships. And, you know, the old way was a little harder when we were dealing with all the COVID stuff because of wearing masks and having the social distance and, and that type of stuff. So it's really nice just to kind of get back to the way they were. So I, I, I'm very curious because, you know, obviously doing research before this, um, you've been with Cooper since the start, Cooper football. Just going back to the beginning days of the program, talk about what it was like building Cooper football from the ground up. Yeah, you know, I think it's, um, you know, anytime you, you take a, a program, whether it's a, a new program or a program that's been in existence for, for a long time, um, you, you know, you're going to deal with some headaches and, and you're going to deal with some, some uh, growing pains. Um, obviously, in our, our boat, we were dealing with a lot of growing pains. Um, you know, we were talking about this not too long ago with, with our staff. You know, I'm very fortunate. I got a lot of guys on staff still that's been with me since day one. But, um, you know, we were out here one day over the summer and, and, you know, looking at things. And, you know, our first year, we didn't even have a field house until right before the season started. Um, you know, we were going to, to one of the low, 
um, close by middle schools and filling up water and, and you know, kids were taking their helmets home with them after practice and then a kid would quit and you know obviously we weren't even in school yet to so try and chase the kids down to get get their helmets back and that because they had to take them home with them um you know to to really trying to gel a team with from three different schools um you know and to be very honest with you that first year the way the the county kind of let kind of had it was you know anybody that was pretty good or playing for for their current team found a way to stay so um you know, we were kind of putting together a team with a lot of young kids that, that were just coming up that, that really weren't um, involved much with, with their current school or, or, or wasn't sold with their current school um, to kids that really weren't getting a lot of playing time at their current, you know, their old school. And they were wanting the opportunity to, to get some varsity playing time and have the opportunity to play varsity football. So, you know, we had some growing pains. Um but kind of looking back onto on it and, and look at where we started from, you know, 15 years ago to where we are now, you know, it's really cool to kind of see how things evolve. And I'll ask about kind of the biggest differences that have uh, you've seen from the beginning of uh, you coaching at Cooper to now, which I'm sure is a long list, but um, did you spend a time at any other program, uh, whether it be high school or at another level uh, before you came to Cooper? Yeah, I was actually the head coach at Ludlow High School for two years, um, and I had been an assistant down there for, uh, uh, I guess, five or six years before I got the head job. So I had been down there somewhere between, you know, five and seven years, and then um, took that head job for two years, and then when this job opened, um, you know, I was lucky enough to, to get this head coaching position. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk about that process. What was, what was it like kind of getting, you know, the interview process sort of, I guess, putting yourself in position to get the job. Yeah, well, it, it, it was, a you know, kind of stressful because, um, you know, coming into a brand new school, obviously um, football wasn't their main priority. Um, you know, they were trying to, to hire, you know, 40, 50 teachers at the time and, and get people on board. And, and um, in Boone County, there's, you know, the transfer policy for teachers that are already in the building. So it was almost – mid mid April before I was even um, named the head coach here at Cooper. So, um, and then when I did get the job, you know, we still didn't have uniforms ordered. We still didn't have equipment ordered. So um, that first couple of weeks was, was, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of sleep, Um, you know, trying to get everything organized, trying to meet the kids, uh, trying to, trying to find a place to work out. you know, obviously we didn't even have a place to, to hold any type of workouts or, or do conditioning or weightlifting or anything. So, you know, the YMCA out here in, in um, Burlington was um, very, very helpful with us. And, and they gave us some, some time in there so we could get our kids together, kind of see what we had. But, um, you know, it, it was it, the, the first month or so until school got out, it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, you know, and then we had to order all the uniforms and, you know, you know, anything about sports, usually you're ordering uniforms in, in January or February for the following year. So, you know, it was, you know, kind of hit and miss if we were even going to get the uniforms in in time. So, you know, it was very challenging, but like I said, looking back on it, going through all of it, I think has, is, you know, made me grown into a better coach and, and, and um, learn a lot on the process on how to manage things and, and just kind of grow as a person. Now, obviously, uh, I think I remember watching, and I'm sure Adam remembers this too, watching you guys in that uh, 
year where you guys made it to the state title game. And I think a lot of people, I, I wouldn't say shocks, but it, it was kind of like, wow, it's it, it, Cooper's a really young school making it all the way to the, uh, you know, the, the big game. Just talk about what that experience was like, especially, you know, talking about those moments of, you know, I'm sure there's two weeks that you mentioned a little sleep, very stressful. I'm sure there's a lot of moments that um, are very unique in a, in a college or in, in a coach's experience, but talk about that state title appearance and how it felt just considering how deeply tied you are to the program. Well, the, the coolest thing, or I think the, the thing that was so neat to watch that year was just how close our team came together. Um, you know, most of those kids that played in that state finals, you know, started, you know, they were seniors and, and had been with our program since day one. But, you know, those a lot of those kids started as sophomores in our program. And, um, you know, I think we went three and eight that year. Um, and then the following year when they were juniors, I believe we started one and four. And then things started to click and we won, you know, our next five football games and then lost in the first round of the playoffs. So, you know, it's not like we were really coming in with a ton of success. And, and a lot of these kids, you know, really hadn't had that winning culture yet. Um, and it was just like we came in and, and I remember sitting there one night talking to my wife when, when I got home. I'm like, man, this is a special group. You know, I think I think we can do something special this year. And I don't think she really understood, you know, what I was talking about. But you could just kind of get that feel from this group over the summer. They were very close-knit. Um, they enjoyed, they really enjoyed the game of football. Um, you, you know, a lot of times you have high school kids or, or teenagers, some kids play because they love the game. Some kids play just because they love to be a part of something. Uh, and we had a group of kids that, that loved the game and, and put in the work and, you know, being able to watch where we were and, and you know, when those kids were sophomores and seeing the way they, they grew, um, not only as football players, but also as men, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, we're very immature and, and, and you know, we're getting in trouble or, or not really doing everything correct. And by the time they were seniors, man, it's like it's all clicked and, and everything came together for us. So um, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, anytime you're in that role or anytime you get that opportunity, it's fun. And um, I remember the week before we played in the state finals, looking at our, at our assistants one day in the locker room and said, man, enjoy this moment because you may never get back. Um you know, when you do that with a young program, I think you take it for granted and think, oh, we'll be back one day. And, uh, you know, it's really not that easy to do it. And do you still keep in touch with any of those guys on that team? And I, I you mentioned that some of the coaches that have been there since day one are still here, but are, are any of the players involved with the program or do you still keep in touch with any of them? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've had, we've been fortunate to have some of our players come back and, and be on staff. Obviously, you know, unfortunately, some of the, the kids in that class has not. Um, but I do stay in contact with him. Uh, a lot of the kids will still show up on Friday night, show up on the sidelines and, and still kind of come around. But, um, you know, none of those guys are on staff with me. Mm -hmm. Now, switching gears to this season, uh, we talked about, again, kind of some of the, you know, things to be excited for for this upcoming year. But what, what are you most looking forward to this upcoming season with this group of guys you mentioned? You have a solid core of uh, people, solid core of players returning. But uh, what are you just looking forward to for this upcoming year? Well, you know, I think the thing that we have this year that, that we haven't had in the years past is depth. Uh, you know, even in the year that we went to the, the state finals, we had about 16 kids that that we really relied on that that played um, 
consistent, you know, both sides of the ball and, and really got the majority of the reps. And this year, you know, especially in the skilled positions, we feel like we're a lot deeper than we've ever been. Um, you know, so it's going to be nice, you know, being able to get multiple kids on, on the field, uh, you know, get different personnel groups and, and get different matchups. And, and hopefully by being able to do that, we can, we can stay a little bit healthier and, and um, you know, not be so worn down towards the end of the football season. So, uh, so you've had the opportunity to coach some big-time players such as Dante Hendricks while you've been in your uh, tenure at Cooper. And now you have the opportunity to coach some very, very solid underclassmen that are already getting D1 offers and interests such as Austin Alexander, freshman quarterback Cam O'Hara, and just – Talk about a little bit about how great it is for your program when they get to go to these uh, big time national camps and showcases and show on for the Cooper Jag- Jaguars on that stage. Well, I think anytime that you can get exposure to your program, um, it, it benefits you know your entire school. Uh, you know, and we have you know some of our kids that have been able to go out and gone to some pretty high exposure camps and and they've done well. Um, you know, and being able to see that and being able to see them progress through that and um, come back and, and kind of, you know, bring that energy back to our team um, is, is nice to see. You know, but I, I think the coolest thing about it is, you know, seeing these kids go and, and getting this exposure, but coming back and, and being grounded. Um, you know, all these kids that, that you're talking about come from great backgrounds, come from great families. And, um, you know, once they get back with us and once they get back into to our system and, and our team, they're like any other kid. You know, they, they, they don't, you know, allow that stuff to, to get to them. They won't they don't allow it to give them a big head. So it's really cool to see them go um, kind of compete on, on, on the national stage and things, but then come back and they're just a, a, another normal Cooper Jaguar. What does that, I guess, what does that say about kind of the program you've built? And, you know, it, I feel like, it's easy now, especially nowadays with the, you know, just so much going on with potential name, image, and likeness and, you know, just so much happening with college. And it's, I don't want to say it's bleeding into high school, but it's, you know, starting to kind of at least impact high school. What does that say about the program that, you know, these kids do come back and they remain grounded? And like you said, they remain a piece of the Cooper football program. And I, and I think it says a lot more about um, the way they've been raised by their parents. Um, you know, to, to kind of, you know, keep, you know, let's face it, the, the, the parents are kind of what keeps these kids grounded. Um, you know, and then I think the other thing is the, the culture that our kids have created. Um, you know, I don't really think it's the coaches that, that have created it. I think it's our kids that's created this culture over the years to kind of put the team first and, and you know, stay focused on, on winning football games more so than individual accolades. So, um, you know, I think it's it's those two areas that, that has really allowed our program to or our kids in our program to act that way. And just to, just to double check, is Cam O'Hara the uh, starting or QB one? Um, yes. So yes. What, what's that like kind of uh, going through this offseason with them? And he, he is a freshman. So it's, you know, it's, uh, it's I mean, welcome to the uh, welcome to the high school gridiron. So what is it? What is it like kind of prepping him for? um I mean, what's to come on Friday nights? Well, you know, first off, we feel like we have three really good quarterbacks here. Um, you know, we, you know, we have a sophomore Isaiah Johnson that we feel could be in that role uh, on, on 
any other year, you know, he, he could be our starting quarterback and, and, um, you know, same, same thing with Cole Henry. So, you know, we really came into, to June, um, knowing that, that Cam was going to be a special quarterback, but, you know, the job wasn't given to him, um, you, you know, cause we felt like we had three kids that, that were all vying for the position and, and could win it. Um, now the, the good thing that we had is the other two kids were, were kids that we could put in other positions and they could help us be successful, um, playing other positions, but you know, Cam's, Cam's going to be a special ball player. Um, never really gets frazzled, um, you know, takes control of the team and, and to see a freshman come in, just kind of be able to, to lead the team and, and take charge and, and kids kind of look at him and buy in, um, you know, he never gets too high, never gets too low. Um, you know, he, he, He's just a, you know, he's just a natural quarterback. And, and to be very honest with you, we've never really had that here before. Um, so, so it's going to be exciting to see him grow and, and excited to see him play over the next four years. And last year, I think one of the one of the big things, and Adam and I would always talk about it, is your guys' defense last year. Uh, just, again, just putting up a lot of great defensive displays. Um so what is the, what does the defensive side of the ball look like for this upcoming season? Um, I, again, obviously, uh, defense is a really important job. Uh, you know, defense, offense wins games or wh- whatever the saying is, defense wins championships. So just talk about that side of the ball for this upcoming season. What are some players that um, you think are kind of going to be shining on Friday nights? Yeah, well, you know, we've always stressed defense here. Um, you know, we've always felt like you kind of win with defense. Um and a lot of times we'll, you know, when we're real good defensively, you know, we may not take as many chances offensively because we don't want to put our defense in, in a bad situation. But, um, you know, we got a lot of kids returning on the defensive side of the ball. You know, as you had kind of mentioned earlier, Austin Alexander, you know, he started for us as a freshman on the defensive line, um, has multiple D1 offers. So, you know, we got him back as a sophomore. We got Jack Lineker playing middle linebacker for us who, who was all over the place last year. Um, does a tremendous job. He's just one of those hard-nosed, old-school style type of kid that, that just loves to hit and, and loves to be physical. You got out, you know, our outside linebackers. We've got both of those back. And, and Jay Carmeyer, who, you know, in my opinion, is probably one of the most underrated players on, on the football team. Uh, Lucas Hughes, you know, is, is the other returning linebacker. Then you got Chase Hotchkiss and Eli White, both at corners, which – you know, anchored that that for us last year. So, you know, we feel like we got a core group back. Um, Cole Henry, you know, he he was our starting one of our starting safeties last year until he got injured uh, week four. So, you know, we feel like we got a, a good nucleus back. Obviously, you know, we got some question marks up front that, that we got to try to get ironed out, and and um, hopefully we can have some kids step in in, in those roles. But you know, we feel like if we can get a defensive line that can keep our middle linebacker free, you know. And, and, really all three of our linebackers free that, you know, we can be very, you know, even better defensively this year than we have the last couple. The last couple of questions. I'm sure that uh, you guys take everything day by day, week by week, but what are some games that you're looking forward to this year? Obviously you have some district rivalry games, but what are some, what are just some kind of uh, weekends that you kind of have, you know, you're, you're building excitement for? Well, the only game we're really focused on or worried about right now is GRC, you know, on Friday. <laughs> um, you know, we've played them the last couple of years and, you know, the last three or four years, and, and we've been lucky enough to come out, out on the winning edge. Um, but I'll tell you that they're well-coached. Uh, they got nice size, and, and they're very athletic. So, 
you know, we know we're going to have our hands full this coming Friday and, you know, we know we're going to have to play really well to win that football game. So, you know, we'll worry about the other games later. Um, obviously we have a couple games that, you know, when you look at our schedule last year, we lost late in the, you know, a couple of teams we lost to late in the year that, that really kind of left a bad taste in our mouth. But, you know, obviously right now our main focus is GRC. Now kind of going back to just overall for your coaching career, just what are some things that you've learned over the years as a coach? And again, you've talked about your time at Ludlow and coaching down there, but, and again, it's, it's a, a very unique in a coach's career to be a part of a program that truly starts from the ground up. So just what are some of the big things that you've learned over the years? Well, you know, I think, from when I first started as a head coach to now, you know, and this may sound sound silly when I say this, but it's not really about the wins and losses. It's about the relationships that you kind of build with your players and coaches. Um, you know, I, I I think when you first come out as a coach, it's all about winning and what can you do to win, and and you beat your head against the wall to to try to out scheme people and, and win football games, but. I think the older I get and the more I'm around these kids, it's about building those relationships. And, you know, if you can build those relationships and the kids trust you and, and they like you and they care about you and, and, and it's a mutual kind of relationship with them and, and feeling that, you know, winning is going to take care of itself when you got the players because, you know, they're going to do what you ask them to do and they're going to run, run through a wall for you. So, you know, I think the biggest thing that I've learned over the last, you know, 17 years is just, really listen to the kids, get to know the kids and, and, and build that relationship because that's going to take you further in coaching than anything else will. And of the same vein, what are some of the changes that you've experienced? Well, I think, you know, one of the biggest things is social media, you know, and that's one thing I'm still trying to, to grasp my uh, head around in, in that. And, you know, everything is going virtual anymore. You know, any, any offer, you know, any – any highlight, everything's going on to, to social media. And, you know, it, it's, uh, it's one of those things as a coach, you, you want to be kind of find that equal balance. Um, you know, you, you want the kids to, you know, to be able to show off their stuff and, and, and you know, promote themselves because nowadays, you know, when it comes to colleges and that kids have to promote themselves. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to lose a sense of, of your team chemistry in, in your in just your your team atmosphere so trying to trying to work all that out and, and figure out what's the best thing to do and you know honestly it seems to be changing all the time and just trying to stay up with, with the times with that and just a, a question i kind of just thought of um because you said you said the you said something that reminded me of a coach that uh, i covered in college uh, i went to james madison and i covered coach uh, kurt signetti and I, I was just curious are there any coaches that you kind of draw inspiration from or is there a certain coach that you kind of molded your style around whether it be in the nfl college or some of the coaches that you've coached alongside or against well you know obviously i you know i went to newport catholic played for bob schneider uh, you know i think the biggest thing i took away from there was just how everything was done first class uh, you, you know the kids were treated treated first class to you know, the program is first class and, and that's something I've always tried to take with me is that I want our kids to feel like they're special playing for our program and, and that everything we do is first class. Uh, the other thing is, and I've been very fortunate that, you know, at my time at Ludlow, I, I think I coached under four 
four other head coaches. Um, and it was kind of cool because, you know, you see some things that, that they do that you're like, hey, I'm going to take that with me, you know, when I get a head coaching job. I mean, when I started coaching, that was my goal. I, I knew I wanted to be a head coach. So, you know, I really kind of studied the guys I, were, I was coaching for more, you know, as much as I did anything else. And, but then you also saw things that they did, and you're like, eh, I don't know if I really want to, you know, if I ever get a head coaching job, I, you know, I may not do that. So, you know, just kind of looking at, at, at coaches I coached with and, and took some things they did, took some things they didn't do, and uh, kind of, you know, molded it into who I wanted to be as a head coach. Well, that's all the questions that I had. Uh, Adam, did you have anything uh, you wanted to add on or ask? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, good luck this season, Coach. It's going to be a fun watching you guys. I appreciate it, and uh, thank you guys for all you guys do. It's great to have, have local people covering the Northern Kentucky sports. Well, thanks again to uh, Cooper High School head coach uh, Randy Borchers for joining us on this edition of the 859 Insider Podcast, and we will see you guys next time.